I was in junior high school when in our PE class, they made us go through this like physical assessment where they would take out the calipers and they would measure our fat and they would make us run a mile. Well, jog (laughs) rather. And it was during that mile, I was probably a quarter to halfway through it, when my head started to really hurt, like a really, really bad headache. And I slowed way down, but it just, it persisted to to the point where when, when I finished this mile, I did finish it. My head was hurting so bad and pounding that I was sent to the nurse. The nurse said, oh, honey, it'll be okay. You're just tired. You're not used to doing these things and other very dismissive things that adults say to children. But I was crying. It was that bad. I was crying. They called my mother. My mother came to pick me up and I sat in the back seat sobbing over the pain in my head. And it didn't occur to me that this was weird or different. I assumed that all the other kids were experiencing this and that I was just a total wuss and wasn't dealing with it as well as them. In fact, I felt like that all through my childhood and into my adulthood. Whenever I would be outside for extended periods of time, when I'd go to theme parks, if I was at the beach, if I was anywhere that I got too hot or overexerted, I would end up with these awful headaches. And I did. I really thought that this was normal and that everybody experienced this. And it wasn't until many years later that I discovered what was going on. Welcome to the Spark Effect. My name is Wendy Durrell, and I'm a lifestyle and health director, a yoga teacher, and a stepmom. I believe we should all live the healthiest and happiest life possible. And I know how hard that can be to do on your own. Sometimes it just takes a spark to change a life. If you're looking for help, inspiration, or support in things like confidence, diet, fitness, career, relationships, and family, then make yourself cozy. I'm here for you. I believe in you. And we are all capable of doing amazing things. I want you to live the best version of your life possible. I know this is going to be good. So let's hit it. Did you know that... 133 million Americans suffer from a chronic condition, a chronic illness, chronic pain. It, it the, Actually, the figure might even be higher now. That is a lot of people. In fact, I think most of the people I know have some sort of ailment. And that's why it became important to talk about it. Ella, I've had a few people ask me about Yosemite Sam. Yosemite Sam is the name that I gave the tumor in my head. I went through school thinking that this, this headaches, these headaches that I got were like normal. <laughs> like I, I didn't occur to me that this was something that might be serious or that I would need to go get tested for. So it wasn't until other things happened with my health that prompted me to start looking into it. When I moved to New York City, I put on over a hundred pounds very quickly, like way faster than normal, way faster than, you know, my, my shitty diet should have allowed. My, my diet was not great, but it certainly wasn't one that would have me gaining weight this rapidly. So I went in for testing. I, at that point I'd had a very extended period. So I started at my gynecologist. My gynecologist did a whole bunch of blood work and testing and referred me to an endocrinologist because he saw thyroid disease and they saw what appeared to be 
large cysts in my ovaries. So I was like, just like this total shitstorm happening going on in my life. At the same time, I noticed that it wasn't just like the, the headaches that I would get, but it was constant head pain for weeks. And I, I stopped referring it to, referring to it as a headache because people think of headaches as this like singular event. But for me, it was constant. And they sent me to an ear, nose and throat specialist. They sent me to all of these different doctors and all of them kind of, it, it was almost like they thought I was nuts. <laughs> so I eventually landed in a neurologist and I sat there ahead of time thinking, they're going to tell me I have a brain tumor. They're going to tell me I have a brain tumor. That's the only thing that makes sense for my head to hurt this bad all of the time. They sent me in for an MRI. They didn't see anything. The doctor came back. He looked at my scans and he said, we really need to do this with contrast. I was sent back in. They inject dye into you so that they can see more of your brain. And a week, I think probably a week went by waiting for those results. It's hard to get appointments in New York City, as I'm sure it's hard everywhere else too. But it was a stressful time in my life. Uh, my relationship was also super on the rocks. And I was with someone who, who really could not deal with someone who had all of these chronic conditions. Something that I think a lot of people don't understand about people that suffer is that they don't, they don't want to be lazy. They don't want to be tired all the time or hurt all the time or hide away. Um, it's, it's completely debilitating depending upon what it was. And for me, the way I dealt with it was I totally isolated myself in, in the condo I was living in. I, I hid up in my, on the 22nd floor. I didn't come outside very often. And I just, I was miserable during this time. My neurologist finally sat us down and delivered the news that I, I, I already knew. Like, I just knew, you know, when something's wrong with you and explained that I needed to be further tested to see if the tumor was producing hormones. It's located in my pituitary gland. The pituitary is kind of like this control center for your body, for your endocrine system. And so it made sense that I had thyroid issues. It made sense that I had reproductive issues. All of this, the, all the weight gain, all of it made sense. But what to do about it? Now, at that time, the tumor that they found was a macroadenoma, non-hormone producing tumor. So it was big. It took up most of my pituitary, but it wasn't really killing me or it wasn't cancer. So it was basically like, let's just leave it. We'll do yearly MRIs and keep an eye on it. Hopefully it will shrink. Um, but if it increases size or starts producing hormones, then we will look into removing it. So Another thing that a lot of doctors told me at that time, because I saw multiple neurologists and, and doctors, was that pituitary tumors don't cause headaches. And that was really frustrating to hear over and over again. But my main neurologist was like, well, Wendy, uh, there's something in your head that shouldn't be. And every single patient I have that suffers from a pituitary tumor has headaches. So yes, you're allowed to say that you have constant headaches because I don't doubt you. And that it made me feel so much better because I was so sick of being doubted. I was so sick of being looked at as the fat, lazy girl. I mean, people are mean. People are really mean <laughs> to people that are severely overweight. And so I was like really depressed the whole time. And that was like, it was nice to feel like, like validated for my pain. 
this story is one that could go on for several more minutes. I'm going to try to keep it short, but this period of time in my life was such a pivotal moment for me. I I mentioned the cysts in my ovaries before. Those became way more important to deal with. They needed to get in there and make sure they weren't cancer because they could not tell. They couldn't remove them laparoscopically, so I went in for open surgery, which was super uh, super rough recovery. My relationship that I mentioned before completely was destroyed during this time because, uh, well, for a lot of reasons, but mostly could not deal with sick girlfriends, so sought comfort in the arms of someone else. Yes, lovely. Um, but I don't want to say I'm glad that happened, but it, because of it happening, so many wonderful things happened in my own life. I came out of that surgery and recovery single and still, you know, way over 300 pounds, but I came out of it and I decided, okay, I I have these things working against me. I have these conditions working against me, but I'm going to do my damnedest to live the healthiest life I can. And I rolled out my yoga mat and I did yoga for the first time in my living room. That, That day led to doing yoga every single day. I lost over 100 pounds. I was eating better. The next MRI I went in for, my tumor had shrunk more than 50%, guys. <laughs> it was no longer a macroadenoma. It was a microadenoma, which is amazing. And it was kind of a miracle. But I still suffer. <laughs> like I, you know, I'm, I'm 39 years old. I still, uh, if I overexert myself, I still get really bad headaches. I still live with like low grade headaches most of the time. And I think that it's hard for the people around us to to deal with us on a day-to-day basis. Now, I'm with someone now who he didn't really bat an eye at, at you know, my <laughs> you know, my conditions. He, he like, super, he stepped up when it, the first time we went on a, a hike, which was silly of me to do, but I was determined to prove I could. I almost passed out and he handled it like a total pro and has, uh, you know, he's watched me throughout the years, like push up against this like uh, endurance that I have and, and push past it and, and get better and get stronger and, and live with this in a way that makes it so that it's not completely hurting my life and stopping me from doing things that I really love. We did, you know, a big, we've a couple times done a, the 33 mile um, five borough bike ride. If you're in the tri-state area and you have an, a chance to do this bike ride, I'm not sure we'll do it again because once or twice is enough, but it is pretty amazing that you get to see all five boroughs. They close down the bridges, you get to ride them. But the point is at towards the end of that ride, there's this last run and it's it's an incline and it's not a steep one, but it's just enough to hurt. And I was, <laughs> I didn't think I'd make it. And my guy, oh, I'm going to get teary edge <laughs> just talking about it. My guy stayed, he paced next to me. I don't even know how he didn't fall over with how slow I was going, but he stayed next to me the entire way up. So find those people because those people are totally out there. Those people are out there that will, that will love you. Even if you have a chronic condition, I do want to say some things to the people that do suffer these chronic illnesses and conditions. You have to communicate with the people around you. I know that it's, I know that you want to be stubborn and do all of the things and, and, and even like not even talk about it sometimes, because it seems like it's like the only thing you talk about you, but you have to communicate with the people around you when you are suffering. There have been many times where my boyfriend will say, 
oh, we have to do this thing. We have to, you know, pick up something from the store or pick up the laundry or take the laundry down. And I'll say, oh, I'll, I'll do it. I'll totally do it. And, and in my head, I'm like, yeah, I'll totally do it. And then the next day, and this doesn't happen all the time, because if it was all the time, it would be really annoying. But every now and then I'll wake up with a, a severe migraine, just completely lay me on, flat on my back migraine. And I won't do that thing I said I would do. So he gets home and he's like, why didn't you do this thing? And then I get defensive because I've been suffering all day. When in reality, all I needed to do was communicate to him that I was having a really hard day. Because the people that love you and the people that are there for you and support you are going to understand. And then they'll just do it. It doesn't bother them if they're <laughs> if they know ahead of time. But then if they get home, and it turns into like this argument, it makes it like this ugly scene. So if you are someone who suffers from anything like that, please talk to your people because they understand for the most part. And and if they don't, then you need to have that conversation because they need to have realistic expectations for what they can expect from you. And you need to have realistic expectations of what you can expect from them. I truly now believe that we are capable of whatever we put our minds to essentially. And that even if we are unfortunate enough to have something like this in our life, we can still live full, joyful lives. And we can still grow and and even like I mentioned before, push up against that that endurance, get stronger, get better, because there are so many things you can do around it that it doesn't have to define you. It's just part of, of, of your makeup. It doesn't have to be who you are. And I think for a lot of people, their condition becomes who they are. For me, it did for a long time. I would I, I hid in a, in a condo for way too long instead of doing the things that I really wanted to do. And if you're someone who lives with someone who has something like this, ask them. Ask them how they're doing throughout the day. It, it's so nice to be asked. It really is because we know how annoying it gets to mention it over and over again. So if, if we're asked, it's just, it's this nice thing. And if you have something that is going on in your life where you feel like there's something wrong, go get it looked at, go get tested. If I had not been as persistent as I was at that period of time, it would have gone on longer and I wouldn't have been, I wouldn't have known and it would have caused a lot more pain in my life. It's way better to know than to wonder. And I know so many stubborn and it tends to be yeah, it tends to be more men than women stubborn about going to the doctor and finding out what's wrong with them. If you think that there's something wrong, you know your body better than anyone else does. Go get tested. I I either read or was told something when I was in my 20s and it was, you know, you only get one body, right? One body. One body that has to get you to the finish line, has to take you into your, you know, your, your golden ear. Well, like golden ears. <laughs> golden years but you really need it to be as strong and as healthy as possible so spend the time now to do the work to have the frame to like last you that long and so I push health so hard because I would rather you spend money on working on your health now on on getting better than spending a ton of money later as your body falls apart you know once we cross that it's normally around 45 years old things start to go south. I mean, you, you get a lot, a lot of people get knee pain, they get joint pain, back pain, neck pain, all of those things. So it started a couple years ago for me. 
because I was a dancer for a very long time and was really hard on my on my joints and my body. But take the time now to get your health before it's it's too, and it's ne- I was just say before it's too late. It's never too late. <laughs> it's not too late to start today. No matter what age you are, you guys all know that I'm available to you if you need advice or assistance or anything like that. But it's important to find out what's going on with our bodies to be respectful of those who who suffer with chronic conditions and to live a mindful, healthy life that is still filled with joy. You can still have your sweets and your treats and not restrict yourself and still have a really healthy body. I know I push that every almost every episode, but it is so important. The most important thing in your life is your body. <laughs> like it's the thing. It's the thing, guys. That's it for today's episode. Another episode is coming at you in just a couple days because I missed last week's. I hope everyone had a seriously wonderful, kick-ass, amazing Thanksgiving and that you're recovering well from that. Here's my big tip. My big tip this week, because it has already, you know, dropped me two pounds. Double your water intake. It's so simple. It's so simple. Drink more water, guys. (laughs) I tell clients this all the time. What if I told you? It's like that Morpheus meme. What if I told you you would lose weight just by drinking more water? Would you do it? <laughs> and so many people are like, yeah, I totally do it. But then they don't. Go drink some water. Go do it right now. I love you guys. <laughs>